Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry About the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I'm so sorry this episode is coming out later than normal. I have a great explanation for that. Um, (laughs) I kind of like got really tired and, um, you know, keeping it a hundo. I don't know how many of you all are going back into the office now for work, but I just started going back. I went back last week for two days, I think. And then this is like my full first week back. And I am freaking exhausted. Don't get me wrong. I am so excited to be back in the office. Like even uh, my VP was like, oh yeah, people have been asking like, is anyone on your team really excited to come back? And he's like, oh, yep. I got one girl who's like super pumped because, you know, I do need to be around people. Um, I don't know if that's a toxic trait, but I just love being around other human beings, especially like going through all this shit that I've been going through. It's like, I just want to be around people. And also I really, I learned how much I love my standing desk. Like I know that's so basic and annoying. And I know that I used to like kind of be, you know, a little snooty towards people at their standing desks. I'm like, oh, you think you're better than me because you can stand and work. And now it's like the treadmill desk. And you're like, okay, well, now you can walk and work like fuck you. You know what I mean? But in reality, like not fuck you that it's so much easier sometimes for me to get things done. And I think also because when I used to work in radio, I stood for my show and I really liked it. I would stand for my morning show and then I would like be sitting for my um like when I recorded and did like my own show, I used to always do both times when I worked in Sonoma County. And when I worked in uh, Oregon, I was on the morning show from like whatever, six or five to 10. And then I had my own show from five or from 10 to two. So the 10 to two when I would sit, whatever, I don't, none of this is relevant. Anyways, all this is to say is I really enjoy my standing desk. But I have to be honest with you guys, something I didn't think about. And, you know, for all of my bitches in corporate, I feel like you're going to understand this and maybe maybe honestly, hopefully not. But being back in the office, half our team is remote, half our team is in the office. And what I am realizing is that everybody can now approach your desk and teams chat you at the same time. So it just was like, oh, my God, I'm getting like. 100 Teams chats about things like things people need like right now. And then people are coming to my desk and being like, oh, here's something I need right now. And I was like, oh, shit. And then like driving again was like a whole situation. So a lot of people were wondering about my new commute to work. So thank you for asking. Um, You know, this is not going to be just a work talk podcast anymore. But like, let's be honest, I've been explaining the podcast a lot recently and I was having drinks um, with one of my dad's coworkers last night was so fun. And she was like, oh, so it's like, it's a podcast about you. And I'm like, 
Yeah, pretty much. It's like I when I describe it to people, I'm like, it's just like you called your best friend to talk on the phone, but she's just talking and you're just like listening, which all my friends are like that. Yes, you know that this is what it's like to talk on the phone with Ashley, which I do listen. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not a good friend. Like I always listen too, but usually it's it's very sporadic like these things. So anyways, um, all this is to say that I'm back in the office and everybody's blowing me up. I am driving in now. So it, I didn't hit a lot of traffic my first couple days. Um, it was about 45 minutes to get there and then 45 minutes to get home, which was not bad. It used to take me an hour to get there from Livermore and an hour and a half to get home, which for reference, an hour and a half is what it, how long it takes me to get to Sonoma County from Livermore. So like when I would travel up to see, you know, my ex-boyfriend or now when I go to see like my friends and everything up there, it would, that's how long it would take me. And I was like doing that drive every day on the way home. Of course, though, yesterday, the one day I'm like, oh yeah, like I'll be back, you know, at this time, whatever. I hit so many accidents on my way in and so many accidents on my way home. And I'm like, yeah, I think people like forgot how to drive in all this time. Like, I don't think people have been driving. So I've been seeing a lot of accidents. So please like be safe out there, Um, (laughs) you know, and, and yeah, it's just crazy. So anyways, I've just been feeling totally wiped. And also when I wrote out and I didn't honestly I'm looking down at my prep and I was like you should have taken a look at this before you started the podcast because like I do not have a lot of prep today but like you know we sometimes we just love these chaotic podcasts you know where I'm not like super prepared but when I wrote this I was feeling like so confident and funny and I literally remember talking to my friend Charisma on the phone on like Sunday morning or Saturday morning or something. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to do the podcast. Like this is going to be so fucking funny and like so energy and so chaotic. And then I was like, um, Monday rolled around. I literally got here and I was like, oh, I'm fucking exhausted. And I literally just sat on the couch and I watched, um, I, I finally watched only murders in the building or whatever with Selena Gomez. So fucking good. If you have not watched the show, 10 out of 10 recommend. Shout out to my friend Jenna for giving me her Hulu. Um, It was such a good show. I loved it. Had me totally captivated. And so I was just like watching that and, you know, I I totally need to decompress. And then last night when I came home, I was like, oh, I can, I don't know. I always think I can do the podcast when I'm like back from being out somewhere, especially out for drinks. And then I'm like, bitch, no, you can't. Like, you just can't. I, I know that people will like, have drinks and like work. And like, I just, I know we've done a couple drunk podcasts here and they're very fun, but it's only like, if I know I'm drinking for the podcast, if I'm just like drinking, I'm like already home on the phone with the bestie ordering DoorDash Taco Bell. Like I just don't, I can't get there. And so this morning I woke up and I was like, maybe I skip this week. Cause I'm just feeling like not feeling myself. And I'm like, bitch, we are Like, as my best friend George reminded me, we are like seven episodes away from episode 100. Like, we are tracking it down, building a following. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to push yourself and make sacrifices in order to do it. So, you know, I'm going to be working a little bit later in my corporate job to be able to do this in the morning. And like, that's okay. It's a nice day when I like do work from home because I can do shit like this. But, um, you know, I, uh, I am just so grateful for this podcast and I don't want to like not do it ever. Like I, I 
some friends of mine like shared out the podcast. And that was super cool. And I cannot believe we're almost to 100. And honestly, like my little marketing brain's going wild thinking like, what am I going to do for the 100th episode? So if you have any ideas, please feel free to slide into my DMs at Ashley Sleek. Or if there's things that you love on the podcast, and you're like, I want to hear more of this shit. Like, I know you all love when I go through breakups. Um, th- thank you. Um, that's so unfortunate. Uh, I think I, I mean, in talking to a lot of people, I think it's because it's real, it's a, very relatable. Also the curiosity of like someone just straight up telling you why they went through a breakup. You know how people are. They're like, Oh, you know, we just separate blah, blah. And I'm like, Nope. Scotland like sent me a text on a Thursday. I cried my eyes out for like a whole month, basically like, <laughs> like so fucking real, you know, so fucking real. Um, by the way, I have made the very conscious decision to, to not put on my Bumble profiles that I am, that I have a podcast. I listen, the first round of that was very, um, interesting. The thing is, is that when I first went back and started dating, you know, after my ex and I pre Scotland broke up, um, you know, there had already been like a bunch of episodes that blocked out the like breakup episode. And I wasn't really like talking about them on the podcast, And, you know, to go back through recent episodes, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know that I need to date somebody who's like willing to listen to the podcast and like, you know, all this stuff. But man, I don't know if I would want to like sit there and listen to everything that's been said in the past about some other guy. So like, you know, I just think I'm going to ease into it. Also, I want to be able to talk a little freely. It's not going to be easy in the way that like once someone finds my social media, it's game over and I have a public profile because I'm a public figure. Hello. But um, what's fun is right now, like obviously when I get fully into it, my location is going to be Campbell. So if you like search Ashley Campbell, like nothing's going to pop up because I'm not like registered in this address or anything like that. So, you know, I think I'm going to be a little bit harder to find, hopefully. But yeah, I definitely, definitely think the podcast is going to be like a third date topic, you know. (laughs) Let me know what you think, though. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I just um, I, I think it gives away a little too much early on. I mean, I'm pretty much an open book, so if you talk to me at any point, I'm probably going to tell you everything about my life, but I just think you should have to earn it instead of just being able to find out about it, like, while you're swiping on me, so we'll see. We'll see about all that. Um, (laughs) So, um, I speaking of breakups, you know, I obviously don't want every fucking podcast to be about the breakup, right? But this is what I'm going through. And one of the things that I want to talk about was this TikTok. If you follow me on TikTok, I already talked about this um, there, but wanted to like share this for my non-TikTok listeners. But I saw this um, video that this girl made and she went to go visit her um, best friend and her best friend's mom after she was going through a breakup. And, you know, she got there and she was like telling them about the breakup and she's expecting, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And the mom's like, that is so exciting. And she's like, the fuck bitch. Like I just got my heart smashed. And she's like, no, like breakups are so fun. And she's like, what do you mean? And, and she's like, you know, when you're going through a breakup, you're willing to do anything and you're going to say yes to everything. Cause you just like, will do anything to stop crying. 
And I love this analogy because I think I've talked about this in previous podcasts where what what I didn't like about people telling me like, oh, now you get to focus on you and blah, 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 which that's a normal breakup thing to say. And it's not wrong. And I'm not like shitting on anybody for saying that. It just made me feel like to me personally, like it was diminishing the work that I've been doing on myself but pre pre Scotland and during Scotland, I was like, oh, I, I know that there's things that I can work on for sure. Still, like everybody's a work in progress. I know there's things like looking back in the relationship. I'm like, oh, maybe I wasn't like, you know, maybe I was so trying to be perfect, you know, that maybe I, lo- I lost a little bit of myself or something like that, you know, but I, I didn't like this idea that, you know, we weren't working on ourselves this whole time or that he made me, not me, you know, like I just, I hated that narrative. So then hearing this, I'm like, no, no, this is true because suddenly I was like, okay, I started doing these like outfit of the day on my Instagrams because I was like, okay, like I need you to get dressed. Like I need you to feel good. And also I was like, oh, you know, like a part of me, I'm not going to lie. This is not a liar podcast. I was like, well, I'm going to show him what he's missing. I'm going to look good. I'm going to do my outfit of the days. I know he's viewing my stories, which unfortunately he's not. And he will for, fortunately, honestly, this was good for us. Like he's no longer following me on social media um, and everything like that, which is good because we need to like move on. But um, <laughs> but anyways, like that kind of kicked started that. And then, you know, if somebody asked me to like go out and do something, I'm going to do it. Or I was like, okay, I need to make sure my schedule's full or, you know, like I need to kind of like, I really want to stop crying. So I'm going to make sure I'm like doing these things that are going to make me stop. So it's true. Like there's a different level of, of, of like, I will do things because you're like, yes, anything to stop crying. And also I was chatting about this last night. Like there is a a phase of what I like to call chaos, um, as you know, because I know we've talked about this pre-Scotland. Like, there's just, like, there's a wave of chaos that comes when you're single. And um, I forgot about her. And we'll definitely talk about her after the commercial break. Um, but, yeah, so for my people going through breakups, I just wanted to say this, too, or just heartbreak or kind of, like, feeling lost, you know. You know, you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm not working on myself and, you know, all this stuff because you should be like anything that you want to do to improve yourself, like you should totally be doing it. But just don't feel this pressure like, oh, I'm going through a breakup and now I got to be this better person. It's more like you're going through a breakup. Do you and do what feels good to you and what's going to make you happy? Because like now that's it, you know, like that's what you've got. Of course, you got friends and everything, but like there's not this person that's like committed to making you happy, you know? This is super random too, but like I had this, I guess I would just call it like a shower thought. I don't know. And I wrote it down to talk about, and I was thinking a lot about like, you know, people and working and, you know, just like friends and things like that. And the quote that I wrote down was the moment we stop seeing people as competition and see them as allies, we'll see success. I think I just was thinking a lot about my you know, professional upbringing and even things like this, you know, like um, I'll talk a little bit about missing Coachella earlier, but like, you know, it was hard. I saw like a lot of these influencers and stuff like getting to go to Coachella and do all these things. And it's hard when you see that or when you see people like I, for me, you know, I've talked about this before with the podcast jealousy, like I'll see people who are like 
doing really well and I'm like oh my god like they didn't even have to go to school for like radio and like they're like killing it you know and I think the thing is is that it's really easy to get wrapped up in that being a you know like a major form of competition or you being like oh I'm not good enough because of this and this and this when in reality it's actually like oh if you're seeing somebody who's succeeding in in something that you would like to succeed in like you should reach out to them. Like you should totally reach out. That That is an ally right there. And if they don't want that, like they don't want that. But like for me, I remember when I was in radio and having someone reach out to me and be like, hey, how did you, how did you do this? I was like, oh my God, that's so freaking cool. Like that's so awesome that you decided to like seek me out and like talk to me about that. That's so cool. So I think that, I, I don't know, I was just thinking about it. And like when I get in my own head, it's hard not to compare yourself to other people. And I've said this many times, especially like, growing up with a sister, which is like no shade to her, but I'm sure other people who have siblings like understand, like there's just this weird level of competition that you go through. And then, you know, I just, I'm to the point and I kind of want to talk about friendships today. kind of didn't, I don't know. I'm in like a weird place on that. Um, but one of the things that I have identified in my life that I really can't stand is like friends who see me as competition or like are always trying to like compete with me. Like I just fucking hate that shit. And I'm like, we're friends. Like let's be allies. So I think if there's someone in your life that you're feeling like you always have to be on because like they're going to like compete with you or make you feel, you know, less than like just you don't need those kind of people in your life. And I just want to say it again. The moment we stop seeing people as competition and start seeing them as allies, we'll see success. So take that along with you, um, you know, uh, and I hope that it helps. So if you also follow me on TikTok, you know that I or I think I talked about here on the podcast, too, that I did buy a ticket to Coachella. And obviously from my Instagram stories, um, I did not go. And let me tell you something. I am the my thing is, is I'm very sad I didn't go. And here's why. It's not because Harry Styles brought out Shania Twain, which living, breathing icon. Um, it was because I love that group of friends that went to Coachella and I like, so I was going to go with besties of the podcast, Eloy. It was Eloy's 30th birthday. He asked me to go a couple years ago or like maybe two or whatever and do like the monthly payments. So I did that. And at the time I wasn't, you know, my 2022 didn't have all these, you know, weddings and exciting things like that. So then when it came down to it, and I looked at, you know, my year, I was like, oh, I just I really I can't really afford the time off to go. And, you know, and also I had just moved into the apartment and all this stuff. So, you know, I made a tough decision not to go. By the way, there's nothing more fucking annoying than making an adult ass decision like that. You know how fucking annoying it was for me to be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like financially, I can't go to Coachella. Fuck that. By the way, I just want you to know that it don't make me feel any fucking better to make a good financial decision. So I think I'm done doing that. My dad's fucking rolling right now. He's like, bitch, no, you have no money. Um, but honestly, like we have one life to live. So spend your money on shit. You know what I mean? I'm, I know this is not good advice, but I'm just saying that I missed out and I was bummed. And I honestly, mostly it was like the friend, the friend group, like 
This group of friends is really, really fun. They're one of those, like, they're the first friends, sorry, dad, that I went skinny dipping with. And I'm like, I was not a fan of being naked, but those bitches got me in a pool. You know what I mean? Like, I love their energy. And so I was really bummed to miss out. But it looked like they had a lot of fun. I do also identify that I would have been um, such a diva. I wouldn't have said it out loud, but... I know that I've gone to Bottle Rock like every year and this is going to sound so prissy and bitchy, but I went as media. So like I could go into a tent that had air conditioning. And then when I didn't go as media, my one of my best friends was working and I got to like go sit in a backstage area. So like, you know, I've only done festivals in a very diva ish way. So I was like, am I going to be able to hang in Coachella? But anyways, I, I just wanted to address the fact that I didn't go and that I was sad about it. But shout out to my mom for obviously um, taking me out wine tasting to feel better. And then my best friend Erin was in town, as we know. Um, she's been on the podcast before. Her bachelorette party is coming up. And and so, um, you know, it was great to get to see her. She lives in Wisconsin, so I don't get to do, like, a lot of wedding stuff with her. And I was like, oh, my gosh, put my ass to work. And then she didn't really need me to work, but at least I got to, like, hang out with her and talk weddings. And it was just really exciting. Because I, I don't think I even realized this when I talked about it last week, that Emily and Alistair's wedding really, like, jet like kick-started wedding season for me so listen to this so I've got a wedding so I had a wedding this month in March and then I have a bachelorette party in May a wedding in June a bachelorette in July or yeah a bachelorette in July a wedding in August I get a break in September I have a um wedding I have two weddings in August actually and then I have a wedding in October and then a bachelorette in November, potentially October. We haven't decided it's fully on the month. And then a, a wedding in December. Like, what? <laughs> and I love it. You guys, my personality, my like whole personality is based off being in weddings and attending weddings. So I fucking live for this schedule. And this also might explain to you why I made the decision to not go to Coachella. But like, I cannot be more th- fucking thrilled about wedding season coming up and I mean that knowing again that I was like we're going to wedding season and we're going in single again like as of right now we're doing it alone bitch but like I know I can and also let us not forget let us not forget that Ashley's first single wedding um introduced the chaos that was Ohio so I I hope that this leads to some some great stories and with that Let me hit that commercial break. (laughs) Hi, friends. I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my new favorite brands, Kitsch. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going back into the office. And Kitsch has not only been so useful from work from home life, it is also very helpful for going back into the office. So listen to this. I started with the very cute, like, cheetah print satin pillowcase that I'm obsessed with. It sets the tone for my new bedroom. I'm in love. And honestly, it really does make my skin and hair feel better. And I'm not just shitting you on that. And then when I was working from home, listen, I would do this thing where I would take a shower and then I would throw my hair up in the towel scrunchie. And then like when I felt like getting out of my pajamas and I had to have a meeting, I would go blow dry my hair and it cut down the time astronomically. And then now I've got like the little ice roller thing because now I have to be up and like get in a car and drive to work. So I need to wake my ass up and the ice roller just does just that. And it's so amazing, so helpful. And then I also got the heatless curler so I can like curl my hair in that little, you know, pillow looking thing. And then I drive to work and I take it out and bam, I look flawless. 
I highly recommend Kitsch. They have all sorts of amazing products. Like I just named a bunch, but they have so much more and you can get 15% off with promo code AshleySleek15. That is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, Sleek, S-L-E-E-K, 15. And you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram to shop super easy. It's at AshleySleek on Instagram. Okay, bye. Okay, listen, friends. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm just going to tell this in a good and I'm just going to tell the story in a great order. OK, I'm going to start with something ridiculous and I don't want to hear it. OK, I don't want to hear it. So on TikTok, OK, I was scrolling through TikTok and twice I got two identical tarot card readings. OK, and I know you might be thinking, bitch, it's the algorithm. I don't want to fucking hear it. OK, I believe in everything happening for a reason. And the bitch with the card said, you're seeing this for a reason. There's no hashtags. And I didn't like the other tarot card. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't want to hear it. I got these two tarot card readings in the same day. And they were both talking about how, you know, you just got out of a relationship where you put in a lot of effort and, you know, you felt like, you know, like this was going to work out and all this stuff. And she's like, you know, both times they were like someone from your past. They're like, could be the most recent ex or somebody else. Like someone from your past is going to like make a comeback. And I was like, oh, fucking juicy. Right. So I'm like calling up the girls. Who do you think it is? I call my mom. I'm like, who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? Like who's coming back from the past? Like they said it could be, you know, someone that I dated before or just like, I don't know, someone I didn't see as like a potential romantic partner. Like, so I'm like, oh, my God, it's so juicy. Right. So then on Friday night, I got a little wine drunk with with Aaron, you know, and in my Uber home, that's when I decided to like relaunch my Bumble account. And listen, I have no fucking idea if I'm ready for that. I really don't know. I felt like with um, with my first ex, like. I kind of went back on Bumble and then like jumped off and like kind of did waves. And then when I when I got back on and I went on my first date, I was like ready. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to move on right now. I'm in chaos. And I was like, whatever, fuck it. So I get in the Uber. I'm feeling all the chaos energy. I am swiping, swiping, swiping. And then I'm like, huh, I wonder what Mr. Gorgeous is up to. So if you all don't remember the very first guy I went on a Bumble date with was we called him so lovingly on the podcast, Mr. Gorgeous. And so (laughs) I this guy actually I don't I didn't talk about it here on the podcast, but he actually had reached back out to me in like December or something. And I the reason I hadn't talked about on the podcast was because like I wanted to make sure like I talked to Scotland because we were dating at the time. And so when he reached out to me, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm dating, like I, I'm dating somebody, you know, and Scotland and I weren't like official at the time, but to me, um, you know, he wasn't talking to other people. I wasn't talking to other people. Technically we still had our bumbles, but like whatever. And so I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm taken now, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I was like, but it was really shitty by the way. Like I was just honest with him. I was like, it's really shitty that you like ghosted me. You know, I was like, that was like really fucking annoying. Like, you know, we had like a couple dates planned, you know, you canceled last minute and that was annoying. And he was like, no, he's like, you didn't deserve that. He was like, it was great meeting you, um, blah, blah, blah. And you know, whatever. We just like kind of went on, went on our way in life. So, 
Um, drunk me decided that I, listen, I was like, I can't backslide to the same person. So I'm just going to backslide again and just see like what's going on in this arena. And so, um, yeah, he messaged me back right away and then I fell asleep because I was drunk. And then the next morning he was texting me and he's like, yeah, it was so great to hear from you. And he's like, I'd love to see you. And I was like, well, I I moved to Campbell. The best part of this was like, he's like, (laughs) he goes, so (laughs) why did you move to Campbell? And I'm like sitting there with my mom. Right. And like, I don't give a shit what anyone says. I tell my mom about like a lot of my dating stuff because when I was dating, I lived there. So I was like, oh my God. I was like, do you remember Mr. Gorgeous? And she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, I was like, my drunk ass texted him last night. She's like, oh my God. So anyways, so then I, um, so I, I texted him. So I turned to my mom and I'm like, what am I supposed to say now? Like, what do I tell guys when they're like, why'd you move to Campbell? I'm like, well, I moved to Campbell because I thought that I was going to be like in this relationship down here. And he picked out my apartment and then he broke up with me like a couple weeks later. It's not exactly the most attractive story. And I know that everyone's like, Ashley, Ashley, that's not the only reason you moved to Campbell. And I'm like, I know, but that's like the best part of the story. You know me, I'm a storyteller. So to me, when people ask me why I moved to Campbell, it's hard for me not to be like, I moved out here, you know, hoping that things were going to like be good with, um, you know, my, my, like my, my ex-boyfriend like wanted me to move here too. And I moved here and he broke up with me. It's a good fucking story. So, you know, um, so I just skipped the question. I was like, and then, um, instead he was like, well, he's like, I'd love to see you. And I was like, well, I live here now. And he's like, I'll come to you. And I was like, yes, you will. Cause by the way, I recognize that when I was like first dating, I think, I do think a lot of this has to do with the fact that like I lived with my parents, but I'd always, um, I would always like text or I always would go to them, you know, I'd always go to them. And I think it was a lot of, because like I live with my parents, but I was like, now that I have my own fucking apartment, like I'm not doing that shit anymore. Like make them come to you, make them work for it. Okay. This is my message of the day. And so anyways, but the best part is like, I text Kim bestie of the podcast. Right. And I'm like, I was like, so um, I texted. I was like, I got drunk last night. I made a bumble. I made, I got all these matches. I texted Mr. Gorgeous. And then I was like, dot, dot, dot. She has risen. Like, which my sister's so mad at me for. I was like, I'm going to name this podcast. She has risen. And she's like, you are my kid's godmother. You can't be like making jokes about religion. And I was like, listen. There was no rules. You didn't give me guidelines before I said yes. And I've already been asked. You can't take it away now. And I am who I am. So it was just really fucking funny. I was like, she has risen. And then I like um, my girlfriend, Karishma calls me and I'm like, tell her the story. And she goes, bitch, you weren't supposed to seek out somebody from the past. Like, that's not what the tarot card said. You're supposed to let them come to you. And I was like, my bitch ass has no patience. I was like, who's the person from my past? I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find out myself, you know, <laughs> zero patience, like zero patience on that one. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so um, we have a date on Thursday. So that's tomorrow. And um, I'm so excited because my next Shein shopping spree came in, which does have a lot of work clothes, but there is like one cute skirt that I think would either be good for 
this date or for a concert on Saturday. So I'm 100% making my dad bring me my clothes today. He does work in this area, so it's not like too wild, but I'm like, can you please bring me my package? Um, I'm so excited about it. So anyways, uh, yeah, more to come on that. As far as Bumble goes, I got nervous um, to read the messages I sent when I was drinking. So um, I did it. There was one that was kind of funny where like, okay, so this guy was like his last photo. Because sometimes like I feel like a minor fuck boy and I'll only look at like a couple of photos and read the bio and I just like swipe. And sometimes, so then when we match, then I'm like, oh, let me like go through the whole profile. So I go through the whole profile when I'm just, like drinking. And the last photo was him like upside down in a car. And so I was like, hey, did you get in a car crash in your last photo? And he's like, I, he's like, I really hope you're joking, but I'm just going to answer it seriously. No, I'm like fixing the like stereo or something in the car. And I was like, yeah, I really need to remember how to talk to men because leading in with that. But honestly, I was just curious because I was like, why did you put a picture of you in a car crash? Like, why would somebody put a picture of themselves in a car crash, Ashley? Like, why would that be something that somebody did? You know what I mean? And, um, you know, whatever. And so <laughs> I was like, this is this is so Ashley, like, think before you message people. That's all I have to say. So um, also, you know, I went back and forth on like talking about this part, you know, because I think it was just kind of a rash decision for me just to like get bumble and get drunk and like message these people. But because a part of me really the hard part about moving on to me was I didn't want it to feel like if I moved on too quickly that I didn't have respect for the relationship with Scotland or that like I didn't truly have feelings for him. And I was like talking about this with some girlfriends and I was like, you know what? I don't think anybody can sit there and listen to the podcast, you know, and know that it wasn't real. You know what I mean? And like, I don't think that me moving, me moving on or starting to date or anything would mean to Scotland that like I didn't take it seriously because I I just I don't know and if, if he does feel like that then like that's on him because like there's no way I was who I was in this relationship I put like my whole heart and soul into this relationship like it's hard when I tell other people about it because like you know they're like wow like you really like really tried and I was like no like I really really did and so you know for me I was like it's that going back to that thing about the beginning of, of, um, this episode where I said that, like, you know, you're really just doing anything to make yourself happy. And for me, you know, I mentioned this like last episode too, that, you know, I really like, uh, uh, you know, husband hunt is always the end game. And I like, you know, I just want to be happy and be in, in a relationship no matter how long that takes. And, you know, maybe I go on a couple dates and I realize like, oh, I just, I can't do this. And I, you know, stop and take a break or I'm like, okay, like I can do this. You know, one of two things is going to happen. So, um, to me, it's, it's worth it to try. And I know that for me, at least, I mean, obviously it's not something I like called Scotland to tell him, but like, you know, for me, I'm like, he, he knows, you know, like he has to know. And, you know, um, ultimately it was his decision for us to break up. So 
I, you know, I get to move on. It's kind of like, um, I know this sounds really bad, but it's kind of like a job. It's like, you know, a job can fire you at any moment. So like, you know, you don't have to feel like, you know, you owe a ton of loyalty to someone who just like got rid of you. You know, I know that sounds really fucked up and I know that's not what it is and that's not how I see it. But like, you know, I don't know. Anyways, I just I stopped thinking about how it was going to make him feel and started thinking about how I felt. And, you know, that's really just what you have to do. So I really think also I'm like traumatized by the Ross, Ross and Rachel, like we were on a break thing. And I and I agree with how Rachel felt of like, oh, my God, you're able to move on so quickly. And so I think like that's always in the back of my head. And then I have to remember, like, we're not on a break, like we're broken up. Like, you know, you have to, you know, move on and do your thing. And so, yeah, anyway, so that's just my other little message to anyone else going through a breakup. I know it's hard because you like loved that person. So you're like. I, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to do anything to hurt them. But, you know, you got to you got to do you. And, you know, it is what it is. And everything happens for a reason. And I do believe in soulmates. And so, you know, your person's out there or like the tarot card said, they'll make their way back. (laughs) Uh, So stay tuned for sure on the TikTok. You know, I'm going to be doing like trying on a bunch of outfits for the dates and and whatever. Um, But yeah, I honestly, I'm like, I'm drawing such a blank on what I was going to like talk about for my I'm sorry, what moment of the week. And I know my ass has got to get to work. Um, (laughs) So I do. This is what I'm going to say. okay? because I didn't talk about this earlier and I just want to mention it, because if you're not on TikTok, I don't know how far this like news kind of went. But if anyone hasn't heard about Revolve Fest, so basically everyone's kind of comparing Revolve Fest at Coachella to um to the fire festival or whatever. So basically I get like multiple answers on my message, but what this is, is, is from my understanding, Revolve Fest is like an invite only like festival that happens during Coachella thrown by Revolve, which I'm sorry, what to begin with? Like DM. And so all these people, all these influencers get invited to go and they went. And so what they've been saying is that I guess like you had to wait like three hours to get on a bus. And my favorite part was like security guards were talking about how um, I guess people were like literally throwing out their follower counts. Like I have this many followers, so I should be on this bus. And like how funny. OK, like if you just think about it this way, if you came from like the past, right, like say you like time traveled and you showed up to fucking Revolve Fest bus line and you're hearing people just yell out like, I have a million followers, so I should be on this VIP bus. It's like Jesus could never. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, that's like so fucking funny to me. Just the idea of people yelling that out. But then like, yeah, I guess basically what they're saying is they're waiting for three hours. But then I saw other influencers post and they're like, well, we got like scheduled times to be there. So when we went, you know, it's it's like we were there and we walked right up. We got emailed a time to be there. And like so I got a 50 50 split on my TikTok of like if Revolve Fest was it or not. But just the whole idea of a festival just for influencers is so fascinating to me. I mean, I am a strong believer in influencer marketing. Obviously, I myself think I'm an influencer. Um, I, I work with that a lot in my in my professional job. But 
you know, it's just like that concept is very fascinating. And also the idea that like, you better not fucking do it wrong. Like you better not do it wrong because these influencers are like their whole platform is like being honest and like giving reviews on shit. So if you fuck shit up and then also, you know, all the people who aren't influencers are ready. Like we were ready to shit on everybody who went to fire festival. Like you're too fucking rich. You shouldn't have been going there. And if you don't think people were ready to like take down these influencers who went to fucking revolve fest, bitch, please. So coming in a couple months to Hulu exclusive, we'll see revolve fest. Was it bullshit? (laughs) Okay, you all, I got to get to work now. This was awesome. I'm so glad that we still got to put an episode out. Um, I cannot wait to talk to you next week and tell you how things are going. I know a lot of you love the dating content, so I'm happy to be like, I'm honestly not happy to be bringing it back to you. Let's like, let's, let's be careful there. Like I didn't, wasn't planning on doing this, but like we're back in it. So we're embracing it. She has risen. We're doing it. Let's go. Let's be confident. Let's cry still sometimes, but we're going to make it through. Like, it's all good. Um, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for your continued support of the podcast. Please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. That's where I'm most active. I also have a Twitter that I um, pop in every once in a while, all at Ashley Sleek. Um, And thank you so much again for listening. I love you all so much. Okay, bye.